Hear ye, hear ye, and welcome to the Royal Geek Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Rollison, also known as T-Roll, and today I'm joined by my good buddies, Justin Sandoval, a.k.a. Sandy, and the one, the only, Anthony Amato. We like to call him Shimato. Gentlemen, so glad to be here with you guys tonight. We have an exciting podcast to record something that especially the two of you have been waiting for for a very long time. We are here to review the Snyder Cut of Justice League. But most importantly, how are the two of you doing? You know, I'm doing good. I stayed up really, really late last night to watch this Snyder Cut. Four hours. Uh, Say that again. How many hours? Four hours. Quattro. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm tired. So like uh, two regular movies. I'm not going to lie, when I was watching it with my roommate, we ended up having to pause it a couple times because yeah. we had to go to the bathroom or something like <laughs> get that. A, get a snack. And I was be, and when we paused it, I was like... Take a nap. Uh, so we uh, we have a, a full feature like movie left <laughs> at one point. And I was like... And then we stopped at another point. And I was like, we have a whole entire episode of Game of Thrones left. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it, it, the length was impressive. Man. Yeah, it really was. It, in it, I you know, we got to watch it um, together, Justin. I, I think I told you last night, I was like... Man, I kind of kind of makes you wish that like all superhero movies had director's cuts like this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, because I remember I think I, I mentioned last night, but the uh, the original script for the Black Panther film was four hours, and yeah. I'm just like, one, why do you, I, mean, I guess you 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 do so much extra so that you can cut and make a good movie, unlike the first version of Justice League yeah. when they cut and I don't even know what the heck they were doing. Um, Anyways, it was starting off so negative. It was fun. It was fun to just sit there and watch yeah. redemption before our eyes, man. Yeah. I mean, it was truly redemption. It really Cor- was. Yeah. Redemption and correction. Yes. Major correction. Yes. Major. Major. Um, yeah. So we're going to obviously talk spoilers. So this is our review for the Snyder Cut for Justice League. Uh, if you have not watched it, we recommend... Watching it again, you're going to need four hours, maybe a little more to yeah. get to get we're gonna, through it. We're about to pull an Aquaman and dive right in. <laughs> That's right. Um, so here's your spoiler warning. Please uh, follow us on Twitter at Royal Geek Pod, and please subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. That would help us out tremendously. All right, boys, what y'all think, man? Just generally, I know you guys are huge DC fans, so you know we're gonna we're gonna start kind of like critically here to start, and then I want to let y'all. Really put your fanboy glasses on and just you know go crazy, but just critically, like what y'all, how'd y'all think of uh, the Snyder Cut? Um, I was uh, I was so I felt so much better about it after you know I was I was really scared. I was like you know kind of apprehensive about going into it because I was like, how are they going to revive this? How are they going to correct a lot of the bad things that were happening in in it and it was it was way better than i was expecting it to be like it just it just really was yeah i uh i went into it uh, i mean i just watched the original justice league uh last week in preparation yeah. for the release of this bless your bless your heart son. yeah and after i was <laughs> after i watched it i had so many critiques and like like the editing was just terrible the like a lot of things were terrible about it right um and then going into this one i was like well okay well I mean, how much can you really, like, save this movie? Uh, because it was god-awful. Um, but, so, but I mean, so my bar was low. Okay, so, like, I, let me state that first. My bar was low. But going into this, dude, it was, it was exponentially better. Like, significantly better. Um, so, yeah, I was, I was very pleased with the outcome. Yeah. 
it gave me a little bit of uh, misguided hope now. Like, I say misguided yep. because this is nothing going to come from this. Yep. <laughs> yes, that's, that is very correct. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, uh, I enjoyed it generally. Um, I genuinely despise the first one, like most people do. You don't even remember the first one, do you? Well, but no, but this helped me remember, like, because last night, how many times we were like, oh, yeah. What about the part with the Russian people in the in the final battle? Yeah. <laughs> That's not here. Where is that? Oh yeah, it sucked. They just, they just took it out of the Snyder cut. Yep. Not that Russians suck, but just the whole premise of that whole kind of I don't know. Just dude, there were so many things that were different, which I think I drastically really, different, drastically yeah. different, and the context you get on some of the characters that I mean that it's just so important um, to really know what's going on and um, yeah, I I really did enjoy it. Someone. Uh, I was talking to a couple people about it today, and like, yeah, what did you what did you think of it? And uh, I was like, honestly, it was good. You know, would you recommend someone watch it? Yeah, I would. Really, I mean, um, and that's that's from a non DC fanboy. Like, I think it's yeah. worth watching for sure. It is. It really is. Yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. When I went into um, when I went into watching it, and I saw that they had like the chapters. Um, Split up the way they did, yeah, like the literally. Divides. As you were watching it, they had it like the markers for the yeah, chapters. Right. I, I was joking, and I was like, "Oh, these must be cry breaks for like <laughs> that's how bad it's going to be." Like that, that's, that's kind of how I was going. In. I was going into the into it kind of cynical. Not gonna lie. Yeah, I think I was too. I mean, um, but again, I enjoyed it, and uh, I don't know what have you guys any. Any conversations you've had with some of your friends? How are you feeling about some of your your friends who've uh, watched it as well? So the the we'll see the consensus. Thing. The the biggest thing is that uh, like it just released yesterday. From yeah. we're recording the pod here on Friday. It just released um, on Thursday, and uh, a lot of people are like, "I'm too busy living a lot of my life to watch yeah. for a four hour movie." Um, so. I kind of feel like an outcast right now, um, except so for... So it's really only the real fans. Yeah. And so, yeah. well, and whoever on Mostly. social media, all those social people who've watched it, like, they're the only ones that we're able to have conversations with right now, because, yeah. at least in my circle of friends, besides, yeah, I mean, you fellows, of course, yeah. but... I mean, I, I think that's the biggest problem that the, the Snyder Cut is going to have, is it already, it's already connected with a giant turd, um, <laughs> and yeah. it's four hours long, um, and so, so people are, it's going to be hard for people to either get into watching it or invest the time, in yeah, invest it. the time to watch it. Also, it's harder to, it's on a premium streaming service, like $15. It, it, is, it is on a premium streaming service, but just the fact that even if you were willing to watch it, it's hard to watch something and really like take it in that way when you're spl- going to, a lot of people are going to have to split it up. Like you're not going to be able to watch four hours at once. You'll be able to watch an hour here, an hour there, you know, and you know, you finish it up. And that's going to affect your viewing um, uh, performance, yeah. your viewing experience, because you're going to be very much disjointed as you're watching it. Yeah, I think I was a. I'm going to be not going to lie. I'm a little surprised. Um, so coming into last night, I was like, man, the the Twitter noise over this is pretty good. Like yeah. from the influencers that I that I know and kind of trust, um, I was like, yeah. Um, People really enjoyed it. I tried my yeah. best to stay off Twitter. I mean, it's not like anything was going to be overly spoiled for me because you already kind of know some of what happens in the film, although there's so much new stuff, which is great. Um, but coming into last night when we watched it, I was like, you know, I was kind of impressed with the amount of, like, really positive from it. And then if I'm honest, guys, when I went on Reddit, I was kind of 
I was kind of surprised how many people were still like, I mean, it's better, but it's still not that good. Yeah. Like, I, mean, I saw I, a lot of that. Yeah, a lot of those reviews yeah. that I've I've read, they're like, it's good, but, I mean, it's, like, just barely good. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, if you really, like, I literally watched it last week, the old version. Yeah. Like, it's if you, if good. You this it, is good. If you like, compare it, it's yeah, amazing. Yeah, exactly, yeah. But I think that's the idea. It's like, if you, it's only good if you compare it to the bad one. Right, correct. Yeah. Yes, yeah. And, and I will say it's like, you know, what would a general, just, like, non, like, overly committed superhero fan like what would they think yeah you know? I, I would uh like to see that opinion i really would yeah i um, would too i would too another another observation i made just based off of reddit was like if you don't like slow motion scenes this movie's not for you and i didn't really think about it i was like you know what there was a ton like i don't mind it i really don't mind yeah. it and again, Zack Snyder made 300. I really liked 300. A lot of slow motion scenes there too. That's like his thing. Yep. Um, the the big joke was like, if everything wasn't in slow motion, it wouldn't be four hours long. Mm, yeah. Which you know, it probably could have been shortened by a lot. But I think that's something too. If if you don't like slow motion, you know, um, yeah, you're not going to be a big fan of it. But uh, I was I was really shocked by that. I thought because uh, because I walked away from last night like. I kind of enjoyed it, man. I'm really glad we did this. Yeah. I didn't have, yeah, I wasn't that critical, you know. One of the, here's a, here's a critical thing. Okay, so sure. one of the, one of the things that I, I really I was caught off guard or, or really like just interested in the decision making there was uh, the music choices. I really found the music choices to be yeah. kind of out of place. Yeah, um, I I feel like they were he was playing uh, Zack Snyder was playing a little bit too much into the lyrics of the songs rather yeah. than the actual like the the tones the melodies and all that kind of stuff because the the one scene that st- sticks out to me is when um, Aquaman just saves the guy from the boat and he's walking on yeah. the pier drinking drinking the whiskey uh, just the song that's playing I feel like it's just it's it doesn't fit Aquaman it doesn't fit like the whole like demeanor of of him of the character yeah. or even the the tone of the scene like the raging storm the waves yeah. it's like i don't know i i feel like the music was out it, of it place it did have the word king in it 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 did have the word king in it yes it did <laughs> yes. there were a lot of odd like musical choices i felt like one of the biggest things for me was they got away from something that the DCEU has just been hammering in the music realm, which is they take big, like, name songs, and they put them into their movies, and they, 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 some, they'll slow them down sometimes, and stuff like that. And they'll basically just take a big, big song and just put it into the movie, and they'll make that, like, a large part of the movie. And I, they did none of that in this cut. I noticed that they, they were... Uh, like there, there were no like big, big name songs that were used in scenes. Which I did enjoy that part of it that he kind of got away from that. But there were, it did kind of have an odd feel sometimes with the music that that I'll agree with a you lot on of the, that. A lot of the songs were like monotone and very like yeah. I don't know. I I feel like it just didn't fit. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, here's something I'm actually excited to talk to you guys about because this is I did a little uh, digging for this. Um, I was curious when I am about to watch a movie. I will oftentimes go check out Rotten Tomatoes. That's kind of like what I do to get a sense for what kind of movie I'm about to walk into. For me, it's a scale. It's a formula that's really helped me. I know there's people who don't like Rotten Tomatoes. You know, would that's, rather go uh, to- me and Shimato. Yep. Oh, really? You guys are <laughs> yeah. both- All right. Well, we're what- anti tomatoes. Okay. So, what, yep. what would you use then? Uh, I think the IMDb scale is a yep. good uh, indicator. 
Yeah. Uh, if it's like let's say it's a seven, that means uh, that the movie is a, a, it's a decent movie. It's it's a, leaning more towards the side of the good, but there are some whiffs. Uh, I mean, you can gauge it a so little bit. So to me, better. that kind of would be like the equivalent of like a seventy to seventy nine, like a. Uh, in Rotten Tomatoes. I've seen an IMDb score of a 7, and the equivalent for Rotten Tomatoes is like a 50 or a 40. Okay. Yeah. Well, I did some digging on what the score was for the Snyder Cut and the scores for the rest of the DCEU. And I think this will actually be helpful just to kind of – Okay, yeah. Let's you go. Know what I'm saying? And, and, and even all of the MCU, which that took a while, uh, but just to compare. So the Snyder Cut – Got which I thought was a little better than this. I'm going to be honest. It got a 75. So if if I were to com- give you another 75 of a superhero film, it would be Age of Ultron had a 75. Oh wow. Okay. Okay. Mm. So and uh, Captain Marvel had a uh, 79. I'm giving you some some Marvel movies that are a little just a tad bit higher. Actually, Birds of Prey had a 78. So so a couple of movies I'm mentioning that are um, a little higher. Now, the 2017 version was a 40, mm, which ouch. I have learned with Rotten Tomatoes. And th- th- for me, it's a good scale. If it's lower than 70, it's, it's trash. You- yes, yes. 40 is really not good. Yeah. <laughs> which we know that. The, the, uh, the movies that were lower, so Dawn of Justice was actually uh, 29, and Suicide Squad was 26. Mm, yeah. Wow. So those were the only ones that were technically lower than the original uh, Justice League, but yeah, it kind of gives you some perspective. Yeah. Let me throw this out there: the Snyder Cut on IMDb is an eight point five. Yeah, the the only problem that I will say about IMDb is you have to give you got to give it time. Yeah, you have to give it a little rated. bit of time yeah. because it, the, the score will go down. Because I think yeah. it was like an Always. eight seven. I Always. checked it yesterday. This is uh, seventy six thousand people yeah. so far have reviewed. Yeah, it, so. it, that's the only problem with IMDb is you kind of got to like when, especially when something first comes out, it's a lot of the people who are going to be. Super into it, unless recency, it's, unless it's bias terrible. Well. Yeah, unless it's really, 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 really bad, and then this, then the like opposite will happen, <laughs> where you know it'll start from that the bottom, and it'll come up a little bit as well. Uh, like yeah. my biggest problem with Rotten Tomatoes is I feel like the and they just, use by their the way, scoring as like using, a shock value. I'm talking about the uh, the aspect that's the the. Um, not the fan score, but yeah. the uh, critic. critic critic score. score yeah, yeah. I, I do. I, I feel like they. I don't, I don't know. Even their like fan score or their critic score. I feel like they use it as like a shock value. Like they love like you know that that number that makes it look really bad. Like you know if it's a really bad number, that's it is. And I feel like uh, I don't know. I feel like the cr- critics at uh, at Rotten Tomatoes are kind of like the kind of people who like smell their own farts and like <laughs> like like, like they're what? just so into them. Mr. So Analog cells. Dude, Mr. Analogy here, pulling out the, the stops today. They're, what the they're hell? So, they, they, they come to me a very smug type of people that, like, you know, they 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 love the smell of their own farts. They just, they're just, I don't know, they seem like they're very smug people when they do their analysis. See, I movies. think it actually is a great, I think it's a good meter, honestly. Because most of the movies that I, and I got every DCEU film and every MCU film, which... I can tell you more about that in a minute, but Rotten Tomatoes definitely likes Marvel. I'll say that. Um, yeah. But it's like with the exception of Infinity War, I feel like it was pretty accurate on all of the Marvel ones. Infinity War scored low. And I'm like, what? What did it score? 85. Hmm. And I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> no. no way. Yeah. Endgame, yeah. Has a, Endgame is 94. And I'm like, okay. There's a lot of people who will die on the hill saying that Infinity War is better than Endgame. Yeah. 
you know. So, so anyways, we're, we're not going to spend too much time, but I, I was fascinated. The point I'm trying to make, what I realized from Reddit and what I realized from Rotten Tomatoes is that people are still kind of overly critical of uh, Justice yeah. League. That, that, that's the point. I mean, even if you guys don't like um, – Well, the, the reason behind that is – scorn lover. I was going to say, the reason, the reason behind that is, uh, is Marvel, MCU. Like, they've grown such a fan base. Yeah. And they've uh, they've – they really stole a lot of uh, DC fans because of their disappointment in yep. the DCEU. And uh, they're <laughs> they're really just, like, capitalizing off of Marvel's success. And now everything yeah. that's not Marvel is never going to live up to the hype. Yep. That's it's, really what it is. It's like, gra- it's like the, that old say, the, the old saying of the grass is greener on the other other side. Well, in this situation, the grass really is greener on the other side. Yeah. You know, Mar- they're very envious. You know, <laughs> they've been hurt a lot. DCEU, yeah. again, because the Dark Knight films are going to score pretty high, too. But yeah. DCEU has one movie, according to Rotten Tomatoes, in the 90, 90 or higher. MCU has 10. Now, yeah. granted, there's three times as many Marvel movies, maybe What's the 90 DCEU one? Wonder Woman. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, that's pretty consistent. I mean... Which let me, let me throw this out there. Let me throw I, know, out I there. know that you're not a big fan. Of say, it. Yeah, let me throw it out there real quick. Uh, rewatch Wonder Woman like now today, yeah. and uh, I promise you, your reaction is not going to be the same yeah. as it was. Yeah, but I to be honest with you, it's uh, it's probably still going to be better than anything else DC's done. Uh, uh, yes, yeah, true, very Sadly. true, yeah, Sadly. very true. But, again, uh, not trying to be critical, but the point I tr- the point I want to make is uh, from a guy who has been overly critical of DC, especially. The extended universe, ex- solely the extended universe. I was like, last night I really enjoyed. It. I was like, man, I yeah, you it, know, was I'm, fun. it was I'm, fun. I, it was fun. Yeah, I was like, I might have yeah. my wife watch it, you know, in parts because she's yeah. not going to watch it for four hours. And then when I got on Reddit, I was like, is it really, is it really that bad? Like, are you know, are people just like that butthurt about the <laughs> the 2017 yeah. version, which a, a lot of it has to do with that. Um, but then I, but then when I coordinated that with the scores and Rotten Tomatoes, I was like, now to its credit, I think it's the third highest DC one. That's right. The only ones that score higher are Birds of Prey and Wonder Woman. Hmm. So I definitely, I'm going to go ahead and say like Zach, the Zack Snyder Justice League is it, it should be the highest DCEU. Yeah, it was, it was really good. It was good. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think another one of the big problems the DCEU has is they, they went, in a different path than Marvel in general, like Marvel went a little bit wider and more colorful in their and more comical in their For sure. storytelling. And if you're going to go dark and if you're going to go that grimy feel, you have to really build your characters. You have to have a storyline and a plot that is really solid and you can't waver. Like it can't be just mediocre in your storytelling and your your character development. Like you have to be on point if you're going to be going down that path. Whereas you can be a little bit more, you know, people are going to be more forgiving of a comedy than they are going to be of a drama when it comes to those facts. So it's just it's an easier path exactly to go yeah. down. Yeah, very very good. Smarter business decision. They were more. They were committed. Marvel's committed to their their method. Yeah. And I think that's the problem if you get back to bring it back to Justice League, that's the problem with the 2017 version. Mm-hmm. Um instead of like taking the time literally like when when Zack Snyder's uh um was it his daughter? I thought it was his son. Uh, Autumn, yeah, okay. daughter, yeah. daughter. So when he lost his uh daughter, um you know, he had to come off the project. If they would have 
said, that's fine. Take your time. We'll delay this whole thing. You know? They were up against Infinity War. They were up against Infinity War. And they were up against Marvel in general. Yeah. And, and they, yeah. <laughs> they thought they can, you know. Put uh, something out. And it was still. Competing. They thought they yeah. could slay the dragon. Right. And they yeah. got burned. Big time. And, uh, and what we got last night with the Snyder Cut is, uh, I would say, um, it, it doesn't correct everything that's ever happened DCEU. And it's certainly not going to correct everything that's to come slash what is to come. Right. Yeah. You know. Um, but, it, but for just four hours. It really, I think yeah. it, it catered to you guys, yeah. people, people like you. Yeah. It really yeah. gave you exactly what people like you needed, which I'm really glad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm glad, I'm glad we got that. Uh, my, my final critique. Okay, let's hear it. My final critique is okay. So the movie was a four hour like phenom- phenomenal movie, redemption movie. Yeah. Right. Uh, here's my critique about that: the fact that it had to take four hours to make this movie good. Yeah. Yeah, that's is 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 very is very troublesome and and very scary. The fact that you, you're grounded that you mentioned you had to have yeah. a really good storyline. They had to make that movie four hours in order to give all the to context gi- to and give background. you yeah, yeah to give you exactly what you needed to to come up with the idea of this is good. Yeah, that that's troublesome there. Yeah, that's Absolutely. that's a, that's a big issue. The Avengers did it in two. Yes, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> there is Marvel movies out there that are under two hours and yeah. they are phenomenal. Yes. Right. right. Yeah. Um. I, yeah. I'm, I say my final like real critique was a lot of the CGI was still not that great. Um. Like the opening scene with uh the the death of a god, it was oh, there was some it looked really bad. It was really rough in my opinion. Like when it when it jumped to the different heroes, like you could tell they were on a green screen really easily. Um. You talking about the the Superman scream and the, the shockwave going through Which the I world? I thought was pretty sweet. Just that aspect. <laughs> no, 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 no. The yeah, idea of the scream being I actually, shockwave. I, I loved that part of it. Actually, the idea. Yeah, of that, the mechanics actually. of it. Yeah, but I, like but when it, they, but when it interacted with each individual hero yeah. that it touched, you can tell the green screen. Yeah, there. it was yeah, so bad. That. It was so 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 bad in my opinion. And there were a lot of other parts where I felt like the CGI was also wonky. But I mean. But again, uh, you compare it to the CGI from four years ago. My yeah. gosh. Some of <laughs> wow. Yeah. Really, really rough. Dude, like, you know what would be really fun? Okay, here's the thing. You know how you got me on superhero movies back in 2011? Yes. The next time you have a friend who's like, never watched any of this stuff, you need to make him watch the Snyder Cut and then, <laughs> and then watch 2017's version. And just yeah. be like, you have to do this for me, and I want to be here with you when you watch Every it. Every step yeah. of the way. Because that would be such a unique experience to hear that perspective from someone yeah. as they're, like, throwing up and cutting themselves, yeah. you know? I mean, you can get the same reaction by watching have, having somebody watch something on Blu-ray and then have them watch something VHS. on a VHS. Like, you it's really forget yeah. how rough VHS is sometimes. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, whoa, this was – oh, this is rough. Yeah, for yeah. real. Watching Three Ninjas. <laughs> All right, wow. um, boys, listen, there there are still things to critique, and the biggest critiques mostly aren't for Zack Snyder and for this particular film. The biggest critiques are for the overall uh, mismanagement of great properties within DC Comics. Right. But – as true as all those things are, I want to take a step back now and just allow the two of you, and I'll jump in when I can, but yeah. I really want to let you guys just go because I know that this is, I mean, there are still so many things from last night that are just 
awesome. So much better this time around. So glad. I mean, I think Justin's tearing up right now as he's thinking about it. <laughs> um, let's talk about it, boys. Put your fanboy glasses on. Talk about what you love from the Snyder Cut. I mean, uh, I mean I'll, I'm just going to start at the very beginning. We were just talking about it a second ago. The moment where where Superman dies and he has his, like, death scream. And it goes out, like, in the original Justice League, of course, it never addresses really how the Mother Boxes knew. Right, that, exactly. You know, yeah. like, how this is happening. And I felt like it was a really cool way of actually showing you, oh, this, it literally was them being, being basically told by his, you know, him in the death This throes. world is vulnerable now. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. V- very, very much good, so. Yeah. Um, that that it was, it, it, and they showed it. It didn't take super long for you to figure that out. You know, they were like, "Oh, yeah, you know," and it was going to the different mother boxes. Like, "Oh, this makes sense." Like this, you know, this makes complete sense that this is how they would they would find it out. Um, you know, it's it's within Superman's capabilities for him to be able to. A scream potentially heard around the world potentially. Yeah. Um. So I I enjoyed the fact that that was some the way they decided to go about that. I I really enjoyed the the extra the commentary the extra exposition. Oh yeah. Uh, of of uh, Steppenwolf communicating with the Sod yes. and uh, kind of really establishing the plot. It really gave more weight yes. weight Dude. to what the the Justice League was having to do. The, the reason the team had to be formed, it, it, like the communication between Desaad and and knowing that Darkseid is this overarching figure that is looming and trying to uh, reinteract with yeah. the, the world, I guess. Because, uh, I mean, we've got the flashbacks of Darkseid interacting with the first battle of the Unity. Um, but then you see Steppenwolf having these little interactions. Like it really, it it gave so much more weight yeah. of like universal destruction and yeah. the, the needing for a savior. And, and I I can't believe I'm going to admit this because again, thinking back to the 2017 version, like I couldn't think of like maybe a worse villain in any movie I've ever watched than Steppenwolf <laughs> yes. from 2017 yeah. Justice League, Ooh, wow. right? Yeah. And then at the end of this one, I I think I might even say it last night. I was like, I can't believe it. I feel bad for this guy. Yeah, yeah. Because like when his head gets cut off, and he falls back through the portal into right, right in front of Darkseid. Darkseid just steps and crushes on his head. Doesn't give a rip yeah. about Steppenwolf. And I'm thinking like, man, like he cheated I actually, all this. Yeah, I actually care about this this freaking yeah. evil dude now because it's like he couldn't get back to his home and he's failed so many times. He just wants gets, to prove himself. He wants to yeah. prove yeah. himself. Gets no respect, no love, yeah. no grace, nothing. And it's yeah. like. Good on you, Snyder. Like yeah. you actually made me care about this guy's yeah. motivation. Yeah, he was yeah. just trying to get. Well, I, I, yeah, that, I mean, yeah, we had no idea what Steppenwolf's Nothing. motivation was in the None. first in the in, in the first run. It was just like, oh, he wants to get the mother boxes so he can take over the take over the. Um, it, it might world. actually be yeah. worse than the the Dark Elves and Thor: The Dark World. Yeah, like the you first. Know, I think, uh, yeah, I think you're. Yeah, I think yeah, you're right. Like, yeah, like uh, like this this. Simple. The simplest the thing was it just made it made so much more sense. Yes, it was so much easier to comp- yeah. comprehend what was happening in the entire movie this time around than the previous time. Like I, I, it was, it yeah. was like the difference between walking through mud and like walking just on solid ground. Like <laughs> it felt like every step was a struggle the first time you watched it because you were, you had to pull yourself out of it and yeah. you were just like you were struggling against. The very earth that you were walking upon to, you know, watch this movie, and this the second time around, it just made 
It made so much more sense. Now, that, was, that was the big one of the biggest differences. It was just like, oh, like they're actually explaining right. what is going on. The fact that in the Snyder Cut they actually were able to like kind of like flesh out the character yeah. of Steppenwolf. Like yeah. I thought he was like unredeemable. Like yeah. I, I thought like <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, there was no way you could save this villain. Like yeah. make yeah. him worthy of being a villain. And like. A lot of superhero movies, like, the hero is only as good as the villain. Well, yeah. in the Snyder Cut, they did make the villain actually good. And yeah. so it, Even it, his face looked better. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And his, well, his whole I, body, I like, I mentioned the it. T-roll here. I said, dude, his hands are cool, man. The, yeah. little, the extra finger nub yeah. or whatever the heck that was. Like, <laughs> yeah, that was, that was yeah. interesting. Like, like fingers. <laughs> But but yeah, like the, the small details it, yeah. like really helped uh, improve his, uh, the, the the plot line with with Steppenwolf, and yeah. I, I really appreciated that that extra tidbit. But um, I think I think other things like for example, like you mentioned um, the opening scene where the god yell or whatever, yes. right? that immediately transitions into um, the snowy mountain tops yeah. with the horseback ride. Um, I, the the Bruce Wayne journey to getting to where Aquaman is, and yeah. then they say like they shut down helicopters and air, airplanes for weeks now. How did he get here? Yeah, the fact that like he is traveling through mountains and and it it really shows the motivation of the character and how yeah. dire this need is for this team up. It was also it was really good to see. Uh, and it was like weighted as, again, like like I said, the villain, yep. the villain was uh, weighted. This need for gathering the team together was also like weighted based on that just brief moment. Did they have the Did they have the hidden king moment with him in the original? I can't, I cannot remember for the life of me. Uh, they had the yeah. I want to talk to the the Aquaman or whatever, yep. right? But it wasn't as drawn out as yep. it was in this one. Like where the the conversation as of the translator, yep. that was not as fleshed uh, fleshed out yep. as it it was in the original one. Yeah, they they cut a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yes. And uh, <laughs> T roll, I, I mean. It, you can agree with this. Like throughout the whole entire movie, I was like, "Oh, new scene! This scene is new. Yeah, this right. scene you is said new." So many yeah. times, <laughs> new footage. New, new, footage. Yeah, new what, footage. What is this? Like, oh, my, another great example when uh, in the in the 2017 version when they light the fire and Wonder Woman sees it. That's it, right? Yeah, that's it. This that's one, she it. goes there, which yeah. is like, okay, you're just gonna let some woman just walk up and grab the arrow. And anyways, uh, she gets the arrow, and then she like walks down to some basement underneath. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And it's like it was kind of weird at first, but then it's like okay, this is telling us so much more. Like that's where yeah. she learns like about Darkseid and uh, yeah. How about how about that? What if you guys just talk about Darkseid being in this movie? Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah, that I was, even that's getting huge. Down to that. That's yeah. huge. And the fact that they're they're mentioning like the anti life equation. Yeah. Uh, it's they were uh, they were truly establishing more. They were establishing yeah. a sequel to Justice League. They were establishing a reason for the team to get back together again. Yeah. Like it, it was very thoughtful in the fact that uh there was a bigger picture at hand. Like Marvel, they're geniuses for the bigger picture, right? I right. mean, they, right, they, right. They, yeah. Every little movement creates a a a paint paintbrush stroke for a bigger picture. Yeah, uh, and this is uh, Zack Snyder was able to lay that out. I mean, like it's all for naught. Yes, yeah. but if he was able to do this back then, then maybe this universe could have been saved. Maybe, but uh, yeah, exactly. But uh, Dark Side, uh, his existence in this maybe Dark Side has already won. You know, I will say <laughs> yes. this. I will say this about the anti life equation, like. If this guy's so successful, Darkseid, at like conquering worlds, how does he forget about like the anti life equation being on Earth? You know what I'm saying? 
like he hits the ground, and the same thing that happens on the ground when Steppenwolf happens, or when Steppenwolf does it, is what happens at, with Darkseid at the very beginning. You know, like, so how how is it that he just kind of forgot that Earth was the one place where he lost a battle? You know what I'm saying? The one place where the the anti-life equation was. That that, that did not make any sense to me at all. Hmm. That's, I mean, that's a good point. I didn't... I didn't like right in the like flashback, yeah. he hits yeah. the ground and the the omega symbol comes yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think it was partially partially around the fact that that Earth had defenders that ha- was were able to defeat him at one point, so he was not going to go back there. Um, so at, at least at that moment. So then, with the god dying and you know the mother box being able to call out like that, it made it it it, it was a way of saying that. Them saying there's no lanterns on Earth at that point, you know, um, that that we're aware of, um, that that they were basically saying that now it was vulnerable again. Like maybe he was, maybe he was slightly aware of it, but he wasn't going to go back because the last time he was there, there were people who were willing to fight and were able to defeat him. Hmm. I guess so. That was one. I forgot to mention the critique section earlier, but that was one thing that just didn't make much sense to me. Yeah. But. I, I did love that. I mean, I don't remember much about the 2017 one. I try to, as best I can to block that out of my memory. Right. You know? We all do. There's <laughs> a reason why we drink. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, it was helpful watching it with you, and you're like, yeah, I mean, Darkseid was nowhere in this. And, yeah. and he wasn't, like, a major presence in this one, but he was a major factor, right? Yes. He was, yeah, agreed. Yeah, yeah. Right, so. I, I did like how they fleshed out the battle scene that he that they had um, because, I mean, the first time that you saw the ancient battle scene, you you, you were like, is that this person? Is that this person? And now they were, it was like, oh yeah, that's 100% Artemis. That's, you know, it's that Ares. is definitely yeah. Ares. Um, that's, de- I mean, that was, I mean, that's clearly a green lantern yeah, and you got more yeah, out of him. Yeah. Yeah. You got you, way you, more out of him. Yeah. A lot more out of a green lantern. Um, you know, you got you to actually see, see his hand get cut off and the ring yeah. fly away, but dark side tries to reach for yes. it. He doesn't get it. Yeah. Yes. You get to see a lot more of that. So, that this, awesome. so, so that was really cool to see. Yeah. Like, instead of just like, is this, this person, is this, this person you actually were yeah. like, yeah, that's a hundred percent. That's Zeus. That's, yeah. that's Ares. That's Artemis. There's a lot more, uh, I don't know. I guess time spent on certain uh, certain areas of the film. Like yeah. so, for example, in the 2017 version, uh, when uh, Steppenwolf gets the Amazon box, yeah. like the, it's a quick transition to Atlantis, where he gets the Atlantis, uh, yeah. the mother box. But this time, you see a drawn out, full like uh, fight scene of Steppenwolf getting the Amazon box, and then it doesn't transition immediately over to the Atlanteans. It goes back to the league members. It took, uh, yeah, it took forever. Yeah, it took, I even said, I was like, oh, yeah, he hadn't even gotten the Atlantis box Yeah, yet. exactly. Yeah, yep. it was a, it was quite a long time before that. And then you actually even see Steppenwolf, uh, the parademons are bringing people to yeah. him. Like, where is it? Where is the Atlantean one? Instead of, like, immediately being able to go there. Yeah. And, and it was, I don't know, it, it made it more of, a like, a, a search on yes. Steppenwolf's part. And it, it meant more to him, obviously, which we talked about how his character has developed yeah. from yeah. that. Uh, yeah, but uh, the 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 longer drawn out sequences, I uh, felt were were much needed. Yeah. All right. How about this one? Speaking of character development, <laughs> let's talk about uh, some of the more redemptive aspects of this film. M- mainly like Cyborg and the Flash. I was gonna say yeah, the two hundred percent Cyborg uh, storyline. Like yeah. that's what you're talking about. 
Dude, it was so, it was so uh, refreshing to see Cyborg actually get like uh, drawn out a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, being able to see the flashbacks to his glory years of uh, playing uh, football, college football yeah. for Gotham. Gotham yeah, City University. Drawing out a little bit more of his... Um, humanity, well, yeah. His humanity, but also, like, um, like you, you understand a little bit more. Although, I mean, of course, you know, as us being big DC fans, like we knew, like, the, the, his issues with his father. But it felt like they drew those out a little bit more, like, why he was having issues with his father. Yeah. And, you know, building up his relationship with his mother a little bit, and then seeing her being taken away. Right. And, you know, the way, you know... It, and it kind of created a situation where you understood it even more because it was, you know, in his – in Cyborg's mind, he was like, if I was going to lose a parent, why did I lose the good parent in his right, mind? yes. You know, like why did I lose the parent that actually cares about me? And then you have and then you have the scene with Cyborg and the tape recorder. And yes. he listens to the – like the scientific side of him yeah. and he's learning and discovering and growing as a, as a, as yes. a new like quote-unquote – uh, hero with uh, like powers and abilities and gifts, right? Yes. Um, and then you see like, but as a father, and then he like cru- crushes yes. that. I remember looking over Ooh, at like T roll, and yeah. T roll's just like, what, dude? Like, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. I mean, you, get, you really do get to see more of the internal struggle, but you also scorned. and you also get to see him learn more about what he is. Yeah. You know, they they drew that out a lot more. And once again, you, you four hours, you can do a lot more with stuff <laughs> like that. But, you know, you got to see a lot more of him, like, starting to understand. The the, the virtual world was, was, I felt, was a really good representation of him being able to learn and being able to figure out exactly what he was capable of. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Silas says it on the recording, but it's like it's it's the information that you gain and 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 choose not to use. Yes, like, yeah, the it was basically the the challenge will not be taking advantage of this stuff. It will be not taking advantage of this stuff. Yes, yes. Like oh, the learning self control is really what it came down yeah, to. Yeah, because literally, like everything was at his yes. fingertips. And 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 of course, they had that the the little scene with the um, ATM machine. Yes, yeah, with the ATM machine and 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 the and the um, and the woman. And it was it was. I mean, that was kind of like the that was the final test almost. It was like the test of his soul, like whether he still really had a soul, even to down to that point to where you're really getting to see, you know, what where he was going to take this. Because I mean, there there were moments where you were like, yeah, I mean, he could. He's been scarred enough to where he could take his life down a you know a negative path and do things that were selfish right you know maybe not even terrible terrible things but he could have been like this is my bank account Mm, let's make that a little bit bigger right he chose to help somebody else out who who was who was truly in need and you know who he deemed to be quote-unquote worthy because of the things that she did in her life and the things Mm -hmm. that she needed in her life so yeah, so it he, was interesting to see that stuff. He was really like the heartbeat of the film, honestly. Yeah. Like at le- in my mind like sure they really needed Superman. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, uh they really needed the Flash for a couple different points. They right. really they really yeah. needed everyone at some point. Everybody had a key purpose in the center yeah. cut whereas yeah. before like but, you're you're wondering what what made them important. But I feel like his was probably the most important. Yes. Uh, I agree. Yeah. Which Again, makes the first version that much more awful because if 
you're essentially taking out maybe the heart behind yeah. the, the movie. Yeah. And the relationship with his dad and even how his dad sacrificed himself yeah. to give them the key to know where to go. Yeah. yeah. None of that was ever explained in the first one. No. You know? Right. Um, and it's it's funny that you say, like, you not being, like, a huge, like, DC fan and you're saying that, like, Cyborg, he was key to, like, everything. His portrayal in, in several of the animated series, like, he's that center point yeah. that kind of, like, distributes the heroes out and, like, plans, like, hey, you're going here, you're going here. Like, he's the one kind of, like, as the as the center point of the Justice League, not necessarily like like he's the overall like hero that can is, is OP like crazy. No, no, he's the mind, he's the strategist yeah, right. right behind it, uh, and that really was portrayed yeah. in the Snyder Cut, and it was it was good to see. Yeah, in a lot of ways, he's like the coach or like the well, like the point guard, like on a on a basketball team, like he's a facilitator in a lot of ways. Yes, very much. Yes. He analyzes the situation and he pairs up the yeah. heroes together and like, okay, I feel like you two would be great here. You need to go there and do yeah. that. Yeah. So and, and nobody else is going to be able to essentially hack into the uh, mother boxes. Yeah. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so important. And again, in the first one, it was just like he kind of does it. There was no explanation of like really why or what was going to happen when he's in there. Yeah. It's just like he gets he puts his you know metal arms in there in the first one. Yeah. In this one, you actually get that whole scene when he's kind of like inside the oh, mother yeah, boxes, yeah, yeah. the right. synchronized mother boxes, and it yeah. was so crucial because he had to, he, <clears throat> excuse me, he had to like give up like his dream in inside there. They could have given him whatever he wanted, yeah. and like he pulls those you know sorcerers apart, those witches, yes, yep. You know, so it's fascinating, fascinating stuff. Cyborg. How about uh, the Flash? Yes. Okay. Oh yeah, the Flash. Yeah, Flash was definitely. Shimano, how about you start? I know this is your favorite superhero. Hmm. Well, no, but yes, he was my number one overall <laughs> pick in the in second the, favorite. Second favorite. Uh, yeah, um, I felt like there were a, there were a lot of extra good scenes in here. Um, uh, the his final uh, scene was probably one of my favorite scenes. I loved how um, I loved his scene in the final fight scene after he gets you know cut, um, and then he has oh to like, my gosh. and then yes. he has to like kind of. Like act like nothing, and then get back into it. Like the that was a I felt like that was a huge moment for him as a character because it was taking him from the in a lot of ways the sidelines to really like I know he had been done a lot of stuff throughout the movie already, but it was really like the moment that it, it was his becoming a man moment in a lot of ways. You know, like this was like his final test. This was his you know his final you know leap into importance and you know really being a hero yeah being, hero, yeah yeah he not was just he, a sidekick yeah yeah he really becoming the, this this amazing hero and i know you had a scene justin that you super loved with him in it as well but i really love that last scene just because of the the gravity of it in a lot of ways so like we Tyler T-Roll, you and I started the movie really late, and so the the by the time it got to the scene that you're talking about, yeah. Otto, it was it was well into like the one thirty one forty five a.m. Uh, uh, time frame, and yeah. uh, when that scene happened, like T-Roll, like you got really hyped for the scene, like when uh, Flash started doing. The, the whole sequence, and you're like, yeah. oh, dang. Like, well, it, it really, yeah. like, energized us. And you and, and uh, the fact that Flash was able to... Well, mostly because I was swerved, right? Because oh, I'm yeah, like... Because yeah. I'm thinking, oh, snap, they're going to have to fight Darkseid. Like, <laughs> oh, this yes. thing's about to kick yeah. up. Yeah. And then I'm like, once I realized Flash was about to, like, travel back in time... Right. 
I was like, oh, no, they're actually going to do this? Yeah. Like, I really wanted to see them fight Darkseid, but this is actually really cool. I want to see yeah. this. Because I knew from uh, Batman vs. Superman, that was the first time that I had realized that Flash, again, not a big DC guy, that he can, like, travel through time, you know? Like, that's how fast he can run. Uh, so to find to kind of see that and the way it looked, yeah, it was looked really yeah. good. Sick, yes, the way it looked was so sick. Like he's running faster than the uh, the sidewalk or the road is uh, being reconstructed. You <laughs> yes. know, that was like, so, it was yeah. good looking. It was so fascinating. And uh, I, for me, like I'm not all allude to a scene that I really enjoyed with the flash in it and. Uh, it was the 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 moment that actually like introduced you to the character in his fullness. Like yeah. uh, when I, he meets Iris at the he's walking his into the pet, thing. yeah he's walking into the pet shop and she's walking out of the the pet shop and she crashes her car and she's flying in the air and then he goes and he runs out and everything's slow motion. He's he's got his little quicksilver uh, moment um, and uh, he saves her. <laughs> yeah, should he's, be a flash moment, right? Yeah, but, exactly. But, right. but yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm getting at. Um, <laughs> and uh, he saves her, and then he's still able to like he freaking grabs the hot dog and for the dogs for the dogs, and he's inside and feeding. The, I always carry this around with me because yeah. you never know. Yeah, yeah. But uh, the main thing I liked is that the Zack Snyder cut uh, it made him less of a like bumbling buffoon like yeah. he like in the, in the Josh Whedon cut so like he was still really fun last yeah. night yeah super he was fun funny. but he wasn't like the the butt of all jokes yeah in, yeah he he was more naive fun like in a lot of in a lot of ways yeah. like like he was he was young he was new to the scene oh my god it was more like it was more to like in that version rather than a he's kind of a dummy kind of situation him, him like hanging out a couple different times with uh with Aquaman and just yes, like which they had which some hat, good moments man. which hat should i wear yeah. yeah like a no b and then Aquaman's like let me see a again <laughs> <laughs> that was, yeah, that was i love the scene when they were on the rooftop and um, they're talking to Gordon, and yes. then everyone disappears. And I love the fact that it, it's it's a slight comical scene, but it's, I, I love the fact that the one person that's left that's left behind is the fastest man on earth. Yes, like he's the only person yeah. left, but he's the fastest man on earth. Yeah, yeah. that was good. It's, a, it's always good. I mean, that, that scene was in the original, and it, it, it was one of my my one of my favorite scenes yes. of the thing, especially like he's like, oh, that that was rude. Like yeah. <laughs> the fact that he says that when they all leave, but what? then he dips. Here's something. What was – anything else about The Flash specifically before we – okay. All good. How about this? When they uh, bring Superman back to life. Yes. Yeah. Okay. This yeah. was a big thing you talked about last night, Justin, how like like in the in the Joss Whedon's version, they're like debating about it for a while. Yeah. In the Joss Whedon version, it makes it sound like uh, – when they're all like talking about it, it makes it sound yeah. like they're all not on board. It's like, no, this is crazy, Bruce. Like what are you, what are you thinking? Like we can't do this. This is wrong. But like the way they the way they develop it in the the Snyder cut, they're all, they're all on board. It really feels yeah. like, and and even uh, Barry at one point is like, he's like, we're all thinking it, right? We're all thinking it. Yeah, Superman, we got to bring Superman back. Um, and so th- I mean that kind of it was uh, it, it united them. Like the yeah. whole the whole premise of this movie is to unite everybody yeah. in order to uh, uh, vanquish the villain, right? And uh, I feel like in the Whedon version, uh, it was more like, okay, Batman wants us to do it, but I, I mean, I guess we'll do it. We're not really in yeah. y- in unison here, but we're going to do it anyway. 
Uh, and then, like, the whole scene of actually resurrecting Superman. And even yeah. getting there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like even showing getting, up yeah, yeah. The, they just yeah. showed up in the first version. They just show up and do it. Yeah, but then they show them actually, like, pull the fire alarm and then right. walk yeah. right, walk through the, the base and then and get then to where a you need to go. His, and then he, he, even an underrated moment with Cyborg and his father. Yeah. Where you're building up their relationship again. Like, there, there's these little moments where, you know... Victor is being able to see his dad. Maybe his dad isn't, you know, as terrible or as, you know, negative as he was expecting him to be. You know, right. the, the little something like that. And, you know, they get, and they bring it in and then they'll, then they bring in like the moment right before, you know, everything happens and Cyborg has that vision. Uh, oh, then yeah. they start like there's like oh maybe we shouldn't be doing this. like and he says yeah. no. no did but, you say go and then he, and then he goes is, is that like, in the first one no no, no not no, at all no no, no. no. gosh dude the first one sucks so bad <laughs> oh yeah. my gosh and, and then something else the uh, the mother box like spits shoots out and like lands on a car like right near Silas which is cool because he grabs it yes but in yeah. the first one like none of that happens no right? no, no. They, it happens from afar like all you, in the first one all you do is see a boom tube come down and then go up like it, it alludes to that yeah. Yeah. so it's okay. like you know Steppenwolf getting the final mother box would be a pretty big deal you know you might want to show it on screen yeah. and Joss Whedon's like nah nah yeah yeah move it on <laughs> yeah it's like when Thanos finally got the last stone it was like oh my god he got the last infinity stone right exactly it was such a big deal it's okay to not have the first one on screen but th- to yeah. not have the last <laughs> Good, one that's a great point like, yeah you're right. Could someone just take Joss and throw him off a bridge or something? Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of people who actually want to do that right now. So. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Not literally, of course, figuratively. All right. Um, yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they even and they even um, Superman's suit was di- – okay, first of all, I know you guys don't like Superman. You especially, yeah, I, Justin, don't I, like Superman. I, I hate Superman. I, I, I have to get that on the record. Okay, but you know what? I will say this. And again, this is why I probably don't mind him, right? I think I said this when we did our draft. I actually like the Man of Steel movie. I didn't grow up watching a bunch of DC stuff. So while there are aspects of Superman that are still corny, the fact that he can put on glasses and he's undercover right. being the biggest one, um, one of the biggest ones, I, I don't have a lot of the background of not liking him for being so overpowered. So when I see Superman, just like a casual guy, show up and just like punching the crap out of Steppenwolf <laughs> right. in a yeah. sick black suit – and not being the cheesy version of it from the last Justice League, it's like a whole lot cooler. Yeah, know? yeah. There were some uh, definitely some aspects of Superman in the Snyder Cut Got that I, I I liked better. It, yeah. it was, he yeah. had some redeeming qualities. Uh, the uh, lack of a lack of a mustache. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that's true. Good point. Like they they fixed all up that C, that terrible CGI they had where they had to remove the mustache. Yeah. and everything like that. So that was nice. Yeah, yeah. It was that was good to see. Um, the the black suit it was it was good to see on film, uh, but uh, I feel like they still didn't explain why he was wearing a black yeah, suit. Yeah, that, that that was that was not explained. Which I, when, that's right. When he, they're walking he jumps through, jumps up into space and absorbs. Yes, yes. But they don't. But they don't explain it. why he's actually wearing it. And yeah. and we all, I mean, us who know the comics and animated shows and all that kind of stuff, he wears the black suit because it absorbs solar energy more and he heals his body faster from coming yeah. back from the dead. So that's the reason why. But you do get to see him go into space and he's like absorbing yeah. everything and then he goes and joins the battle with everybody yep. else so uh it, that was cool to see i, I did enjoy that and uh he was uh, way less cheesy in this yeah. snyder cut when he joins the fight at the end yeah he doesn't do his line uh, was his lines t-roll is like oh he says uh, so steppenwolf's talking to cyborg about something about truth about truth he's like 
I believe in truth. Yeah. And then it turns to him and it says, and justice. Yeah, that's his introduction to the fight scene. <laughs> Get the heck out of here, man. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that's so corny. Yeah, yeah, so this one was obviously a lot better. And this one, Steppenwolf tries to hit him with his axe. He just <laughs> says, not impressed. <laughs> He's not even trying to hit. I don't, he wasn't even trying to hit Superman. Right. Superman just got in the way. That quick. Right, exactly. <laughs> he was just like. He just like that is actually that was actually a really cool like Sick. that's like a that, that's like a underhanded slap at somebody right there yeah you know to just kind of like he didn't try to catch it he didn't try to stop it or get in the way of it he literally just let it hit him like that is that is a literal embodiment of like when you're when you're like uh, like playing around with like a toddler and they take swings at you yes. and you just let them hit you because you know nothing is going to happen when they that's exactly make contact that yeah, yeah that's like so it's, it's it's literally like that like that is a that is he is throwing so much disrespect in that <laughs> mo- in that moment without actually like sh- saying anything at all and he's just like he just lets it hit him he's like. Not impressed. <laughs> like, not impressed. A, a complete tonal shift from the, the Whedon uh, to the Snyder with Superman yeah. in that scene. Like, the, yes. oh, truth, uh, whatever yeah. the heck that stupid line is that you just said. Uh, and then the not impressed. Like, he went yeah. from being like a like a softy square to like yeah. just uh, complete BA. Like, yeah. easily. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> For sure. And then he just literally kicks the crap out of Steppenwolf. Yes. And he, oh, didn't, yeah. and he didn't have to dip out to go help some Russian people escape. Yeah, I mean, I'm thankful yeah. we got the subtraction of the Russian people. Yeah, there, there, was, there, there were just unnecessary, like, filler. They, I mean, I know what they were there for. Like, they were, very, they, were, they, they were there to ground what was happening in that scene. Right, right, right. But, I mean, you didn't need it to be grounded, you know? Like, <laughs> it, it was, it, it's a superhero battle. Like, you don't need to be, put this random family yeah. at risk. Right, yeah. Gosh, man. All right. Uh, let's see. How about um, how about just the uh, the ending, the epilogue? Okay. Yeah, the epilogue. They yeah. they had a uh, they had a uh, cool scene of uh, I believe we're referring to it as the nightmare scene. Yes. Where it is a I guess a future uh, that could timeline. be could be Alternate a future timeline. timeline. It could yeah. be. Yes. And it's uh, it's a scene we got from Batman versus Superman, yeah. Uh, where it's like every, every the world is a dystopian. Yeah. Um, it showed uh, Darkseid coming to Earth, and he's uh, pretty much he re- he's reigning over everything. And he convinces Superman, or he doesn't convince. He empowers Superman to be on his side because he Lois is dead and yeah. all this stuff. And uh, you see a dystopian world. Uh, the the team that is shown here is very interesting because yeah. you get a uh, uh, the Batman uh, nightmare version uh, with the goggles and the trench coat and all that kind of stuff. You get a Flash who is uh, aided by a, uh, a additional suits. Yeah, uh, it looks like he has like arm- he definitely looks yeah. rougher as well. Right, you have Mira, uh, a jaded Mira. She's very yes. uh, like pessimistic about everything. Yeah, well, uh, because Aquaman has died. Yeah, yeah, Aquaman's dead. Yeah, you also get Deathstroke. Uh, you get a uh, mullet, or no, yeah. not mullet, uh, mohawk, a mohawk, mohawk yeah. version yeah. of uh, which Deathstroke, is, which is especially interesting because in the scene, basically right, right before, before that, it, yeah. Yeah. Lex Luthor is like, basically, oh, can you take? Why, was asking him why are you going to take out, uh, yeah. Batman for me? And then he's like, oh, in the next scene, it's like, oh, Deathstroke is now with him, yeah. Uh, yeah, that well, was weird. That's well. That's the that's the. Uh, it implies that there is a a greater evil that could uh, yeah. join forces and make the, right. the and which we learn we see the Joker 
in yeah, this Cyborg scene. Cyborg was there too. Yeah. Cyborg was there. Yes, yes, Cyborg was there too. But we see the Joker. Uh, he is there, Jared Leto. Yeah. And uh, we, we find, out, find out after the whole interaction between uh, Joker and Batman that he actually is a part of the team. Yeah. And uh, that, that's, that's the gravity there of the situation. Yeah. But the interaction between Batman and the Joker Ooh. was quite interesting. Yes. And it led me to just ponder for, for a moment. If this Jared Leto Joker was actually the Jared Leto Joker in Suicide Squad, yeah. would we be would we be hating on Jared Leto's Joker? <laughs> yeah. Like we did with Suicide Squad. He was he was that one scene he was a lot better than anything he was in Suicide yeah. Squad. His he look was, too, man. Like the his fact look that had the, changed. no no tattoos, yeah. no I mean I have nothing against tattoos, trust me, but yeah. it just didn't fit the Joker per- yeah. persona. And uh, the long hair, which I thought was a nice blend of like Heath Ledger, yeah. and we had like the Jack Nicholson, even, which were the lips, the lips of the even his teeth, yeah, which he had like were like they were like black stained out almost. Yes, yes, you know, like like which I mean I guess to be explained away is he, he lost all like the because he had all the like was it silver like fillings yeah, he had, basically yeah, he had like a grill pretty yeah, much yeah yeah, yeah, pretty, yeah <laughs> in it um so that was definitely interesting yeah. um but the mean, conversation they actually have yes yeah it's 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 very i don't know a lot to a lot to yeah. dig in there it tells you a lot about the psyche of of batman in the moment yeah. but then also the 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 other side of the coin that that the joker usually is to batman yeah. And what the Joker is bringing to the table in this whole yeah. dynamic. And just their relationship in general, like the relationship between Batman and the Joker and what it really is. Um, and, the, you know, well, and it also brings up the whole fact, like, what happened to Lo- Lois and why was it Batman's fault? Yeah. 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 Yes. Which, I mean, my personal opinion is that she was pregnant and Batman wasn't able to help her. But, you know. Hmm. Okay. Because you, there's totally a pregnancy scene in I, the I pregnancy s- test. I oh, saw yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I pointed it out to you, to your you I was like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, wow. and even even when uh, – so the Joker said something about sending in the boy. Was he talking yeah. about Robin? Yeah. yeah. The boy Wonder. Okay. The boy yeah. Wonder. He sent yeah. boy Wonder in the suit of a man shot. He was talking about Jason Todd. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And then uh, which I love... we get in the in the original Justice League, we yes. get the 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 Robin suit that's yes. been graffitied by the Joker. We don't mm-hmm. get that in the Snyder that's Cut. Right, nope. that's right. There were only a few things that were well, no, that's not true. There were a lot of things that were cut from the like uh, version too. Like uh, you you mentioned while we were watching the movie, Tiro, you're like, what was the opening scene of the the uh, first Justice League? And I was like, it was the Batman capturing the Parademon one, right. which that whole scene Didn't was happen. completely removed from this oh, one. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, but, but I loved how Batman was like, um, someone asked, asked him to kill the Joker or something. He said, and believe me, I will effing kill you. Yeah. And just hearing Batman <laughs> yeah. say that is yeah. like... It was like pretty sweet. Yeah, you could just tell he's like, "I'm done with yeah. my rules." <laughs> well, the fact that they're in that dystopian timeline like right? that—that that would yeah. definitely make you throw your rules out the window. So, the sad part is, as fun as the movie was, there's yeah. nowhere to go. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah, pretty I believe much. I believe it was confirmed uh, last night or earlier this morning uh, that like there Warner Brothers is not going to give Zack Snyder the keys back and yeah. develop a part two, part three of Justice League. Um, which, so like I said, this is all like uh, it, it was good. It was a great movie. Yeah, uh, but it's all for naught. 
Yeah, a lot of lost potential. Yeah, and it's it all has to do with the fact that they they whiffed the first time. Yep. And it, it completely discredited everything that they would ever be able to do from here on yep. out. I I really believe that the whiff on Justice League uh, affected on ha- the quality of what Wonder Woman 1984 was. Yeah. Um, because I feel like they the, oh. the resources got pulled. Like uh, they got a lot of resources pulled from them be- because of that. Yeah, and it was more they, like abandoned. And they ship. just said, "Hey, uh, go make this movie. Even though it's not going to be good, we know people are going to watch it. We're just going to try to make some money." Yeah. Instead of saying, "Hey, go make this masterpiece." Yeah. Oh, you know? exactly. Yeah, because. Uh, we could still be talking about the DCEU if 1984 was actually a good movie, but it was it was not. Yeah. Yeah. And so this leads into the reality that, like, we think there's a Flash movie coming, and there's supposedly <laughs> an Aquaman 2. We're, we're told that these movies are happening, but uh, when it comes to DCEU, believe it when we see it. And yep. I honestly think that there just needs to be a big, giant, just reset and, overhaul. Yeah, and uh, if there is a Flash movie, the Flash movie would be the best option for resetting this entire thing. you can be- go back in time, right? Flashpoint Paradox. Yes. Not only do you, can you do the Flashpoint Paradox, you can do it by, ra- it, Flash runs back in time, ruins the timeline, erases everything, yeah. and then you can just develop DC content starting new and fresh yeah. from so there on out. So for people like me who don't know what... The Flashpoint paradox is is that basically he goes back in time and rewrites history. Or? He goes back in time and he changes one thing and one yep. thing only, and it's he saves his mom from from dying. And basically, the idea is that the that when he did that, you know, even though it was a small event, it's like the throwing a rock in a in a pond or the it butterfly ripples. effect. Butterfly effect it, as well. It, it is the butterfly effect, but it's. It's a little bit bigger than a lot of times the butterfly effect because you know literally it, it's it sends out like shock waves almost into the the end of the world where it affects on a much larger level than you're thinking of. Um, you know it isn't just you know you, okay you you change one thing and a lot of other things stay the same stay the same, but when it happens it adjusts everything else. Uh, just a little bit to where it can throw little things off. You know, maybe Superman's born in a different place. Maybe he hits a different place. You know, maybe certain people die that didn't, don't die. Certain people live that ha- hadn't lived. So there's always it, – it always changes things up. That'd be great. I mean, if they're going to reset it, that would be the moment to reset so, it. Yep. So as of now, mm-hmm. on uh, <clears throat> March of – 2021. There's no clear direction. There's no rumors. There's no, no nothing about what might be going on. We know we're getting a the Batman movie with Robert yep. Pattinson that has already been stated that it has nothing to do with the DCEU. Okay. Yeah. And we know we're getting a Suicide Squad yes. that is Suicide Squad two. Yes. Right? Suicide yes. Squad. The Suicide Squad is yes. in the DCEU. We know that. Okay. We are told that there is a Flash movie that exists or that's going to be filming soon. Yeah. And we know that Aquaman two is in the works. But, in the works, but it's not filming yet. No, not filming yet, no. Uh, it just in production hell. Probably. And after yeah. Wonder Woman 84, it's like... Do we really want to invest we, money do in we it? Really yeah. Want, yeah. Did we get enough on our return in a COVID-ridden time where you couldn't even get to the box office? Like, yeah, do you really want to... Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, so, pretty much... And, uh, then, and then, so, Superman, no one's cast. Oh, yeah, yeah. Superman's, yeah. Batman, they, yep. no one's cast. Which, by the way, they axe Henry Cavill in, like, in, in the Snyder Cut. I'm like... This dude needs to stay Superman. He's yeah. the perfect Superman. He needs to stay him. Even if you yeah. don't like Superman, that's fine. Is there a is there a more qualified and attractive looking dude <laughs> that can be Superman? It's gonna be hard to picture. It really is. Right, yeah. right. 
Okay, Tom and Welling. Then, <laughs> and then, oh, uh, and then, um, and Cyborg too. He's not. He's not. Uh, uh, Tom. Well- oh yeah, Ray Fisher is not coming back. Yes. Okay. Correct. So, so three of the six are not committed to Warner Brothers right now. Correct. Yes. So <laughs> yeah. Okay. So this uh, DCEU. Uh, Dysfunction, uh, unlike MCU, where MCU is a solid foundation of uh, of a structure. Like it it knows what it's going to be, and it knows it knows the movements that are it's making now is going to affect things in In the future. Ten years, exactly. In yeah, a decade. Yeah, you're right. Uh, whereas a DCU is like, oh, let's flip a coin today. Let's see what uh, we're going to get out of this one, and who we can cross over here. Uh, and I don't know. I'm kind of under the impression that, or under the the notion that DC is going to be better off as all standalones. And I I, I truly yeah. believe it. They either got to do all standalones, or they have to like f- full like hard stop, hard rebuild. <laughs> like they have to like they have to raise the like, entire. Like we are not going to make a movie until 2024. <laughs> you know, twenty twenty five. Like yeah. we're gonna wait. Well, to, to just even just okay. We're starting from scratch. Like maybe not even wait all that long, but just Dude, like like yeah. they need to release. Why was Batman Batman for twenty years mm-hmm. in the DCEU? Like who, who? That didn't make any sense. I would have him be uh, older. Oh, I mean, and rugged. Which let me real quick. You okay. mentioned that he was Batman for twenty years. Uh, at the end of the Snyder Cut, uh, the the Dark Knight Returns reference to the the bat the bat tank was there. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and uh, him standing on top of that, uh, it's just great shout out to the comic books. <laughs> I love that. Um, but yes, you're right. They they aged him to twenty to, uh, being a, a vigilante for twenty years, and uh, why why not start when he's when he's younger? You can utilize him yep. more. Um, I, good point. Yeah. Build a universe around yeah, it. Build a, yeah, build a yep. universe around that instead of an established universe that you we need to imagine. Or, or yeah. um, you know, have him at the end of his line, but have a mindset where he's bringing up the Justice League and then pass it along to Terry McGinnis. Like, have it set up to where, you know, I always thought that would be a really cool, that that's where they should have handed off the Nolan verse. I thought that would have been really cool if the fourth movie was they jumped 20 years into the future and then... Uh, like you know, I think be- no one would have loved to play with Future and DC. Like, oh yeah, I think yeah. He would have had a good time. Like, yeah, you, the it, things he could do with IMAX and Future potential. Yeah, dude, yeah. I wish that Warner Brothers would pay him every dollar they have to have Christopher Nolan run the entire. Like, <laughs> yeah. The the problem with that is, is that he's actually too good for DC. Yeah, for yeah. sure, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, but it would be sick. But yeah, like just have him jump ahead. You know, Gotham would have had a chance to heal from what it had, what Bane had been done to the city. Um, you know, Christian Bale is much older. He's not really Batman anymore, but he ends up being, you know, he's Bruce Wayne, you know, and then you introduce Terry McGinnis and you get introduced that whole entire storyline. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> DC, DC, Get it together, DC. man. You have these amazing properties that you just yeah. have no idea what to do with. Yeah. So I wonder if we will ever fully get to appreciate live action DC films redeemed. I mean, right. my, my dream. You ready? Yeah. Here's my dream. Let's hear it. I want to hear it. <laughs> my dream is that we can watch a DC movie in theaters and have uh, a Captain America grabbing Mjolnir moment in the theaters. That's mm. that's my dream. Right? Yeah. Will it ever happen? No, it won't happen. Yeah. And I'm, I, I can be realistic about that. 
It, it won't happen. Not in our lifetime. Yeah. No, no not in our lifetime. Or it, it would be while, while I'm aged significantly, yeah. and I have no right to be in a movie theater with that, with uh, watching a movie like that at yeah. that age. And uh, hey, You know what, though? If we're lucky, yeah. you know, like, the MCU will only go on. I mean, it's not going to go on forever, right? Eventually, it's going to have to die out. I mean, Even if it's yes, in 25 years. You're right. You're right. right? Yes. It, uh, there has to be an end. So there, what if in 20 years, MCU's in year 30, they're like, boys, it's been a great run. Look, you know, we've, we've had a good run. Kevin Feige can finally rest, you know. <laughs> <laughs> they're done. And, and then. And then a great, with a grateful. What? He'll, he'll hang up his cap. Yeah. And then DC kind of steps in. It's like, okay, it's our turn. Like, it'd be great if they, like, had a, a couple decades to themselves. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Warner Brothers just needs to get their. <sighs> There. Well, the problem is DZ already had its couple decades of themselves from like 1989 to like 2000 to 2009. They basically had those 20 Listen, years. They had it to themselves. Yes. Yeah. The quality wasn't there or n- yeah. anywhere near the same as the MCU. Well, except for up into the, except for the, the Nolan verse. Uh, agreed. But I mean, that but can only, that can only, ex- that can yeah. only carry yeah. so much. Like, yeah, that's MCU, not a full universe. MCU, I don't, you mentioned the, the Rotten Tomato scores. Like, what was the lowest MCU one? It was like 75, 70? No, the lowest was 66. Which was? Thor the Dark World. Oh, Thor the Dark World. Okay, yeah. well, that's definitely only, uh, honestly, far there were higher only, than the DCU. There were only three movies who, that scored less of the 23 than Justice League Snyder Cut. Wow. Only three. So three not, out of the 23. So Snyder Cut, according to Rotten Tomatoes, was only better than three MCU movies. Wow. Yeah. Okay, and and again, even if you're not totally mm-hmm. big fan of Rotten Tomatoes, there's there's some truth to that, you know. Hey, you're right. Admit it. Yeah, there, because no, you even right. said it's like if you need four hours to make this work, there's a problem. Yeah, that's that, <laughs> yeah. and that's my biggest thing. That's my that that was it was my last critique. And it was my big it's right. my biggest critique. Well, critique that's sorry. what happens when you introduce three superheroes in one film and yeah. a villain, you know, yeah. into a. It's like. Of course, Joss Whedon's going to take out Darkseid. He doesn't have any time. Yeah, <laughs> he's coming in on this the back end, the yeah. back end of the filming. Yeah, yeah something's got to go. Yeah, yeah. I can just picture them in the cutting room making the Joss Whedon. Nope, it's got to go, got to go, got to go. Okay, wait, wait. Uh, no, it's gone. Yeah. Gone. <laughs> oh man, boys, I really enjoyed this talk. It was good. Again, glad we finally got this hundred thirty million dollars well spent on uh, Warner Brothers' part. Now, if they can just, you know, I think they just need to uh, take a few years off. Go on a few executive retreats. <laughs> find a hat wear, right? A Mad Hatter. Yeah. They need to find a Kevin Feige. They need to find somebody who can organize you know, everything. They might need yeah. to just go into Reddit and pick one of the biggest fans and just give them the, <laughs> the give them the keys. Yeah. They honestly might need to well, do that's that. That's what Star Wars is doing with uh, with Dave Filoni. Yeah. Oh right? yeah. Absolutely. It's like one of yeah. the biggest Star Wars nerds yeah. ever is now just like number two in in charge. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, they need to find their cyborg. They need to find that facilitator. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, they need to figure something out. So, but. Snyder Cut, uh, yay. 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 For sure. For sure, yay. For sure, yay. If you got four hours, it's a yay. All right, guys. We should cut this short <clears throat> as we're over an hour. Yeah. <laughs> uh, glad we got to do it. Uh, DC, get your you-know-what in gear. And, uh, yeah, hopefully we'll get some more content from you. Some worthy content one day. All right. Uh, thanks to all of our listeners. We want to encourage you to please follow us on Twitter at Royal Geek Pod. And please subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. If you're still listening right now, if you are still hearing my voice, we would love if you would please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, a five-star review. 
even typing up some words about how you've enjoyed this podcast. That really goes so far. That helps us so much in uh, getting our names out there. We would love that. Um, so if you're still in here over an hour and 10 minutes into this review, um, it would mean a lot if you could do that for us. Uh, come on back next week. We're going to continue doing our reviews of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It'll be episode number two next week. And, uh, yeah, thank you so much. So for my good buddies, Justin and Anthony, this is T-Roll saying thank you once again for listening. We will see you next time, you peasants. Peasants.